everybody, and welcome back to the Facts with Pax. I'm Paxton Coley, and there's a lot going on today. First off, I want to make a mini announcement. After weeks of working on a website and blog for this podcast, I have officially launched, and you can now find this web- this podcast on thefactswithpax.wordpress.com. That was a long and tedious process, let me tell you. But I think from my internship, so for those of you who don't know, I have an internship at a local news station and I am learning a lot about how news works in broadcasts and online and just different forms of media, as well as, you know, just getting that in real life experience instead of just sitting in a classroom all the time. I've absolutely loved it. And one of the things I do there is I do the online posts for this one show that they have. The website that they use is the same platform that I was trying to build the website for this podcast on. And it, I think getting that experience and getting the hang of the website, doing that helped me finally sit down today and do those last little changes and updates that I needed for my website. So I finally got it launched. I'm still looking to customize it and update it as I go. I still have a few things I wanna add, like maybe links to resources that I use and maybe for those books and movies and shows that I talk about here and there, I can you know, put the reviews on there for the individual items or maybe put links for you guys to find it and watch it for yourself. So I launched what I have and I really like it. I'm really happy about it. I think it's user-friendly and hopefully it is, but I wanted to get some of that feedback. So I wanted to get, you know, how does it look? How does it work? And I couldn't really get that until I launched it. So I launched it the way it is and I'm really happy about the way that it is. But like I said, I do want to continue in the upcoming weeks to update it and upgrade it as I go. So other than that, between school and work and my internship, I am always busy. I'm always doing something. I rarely do I get a break. And I've learned a lot though, between all three of them. I've, my internship, like I said, I'm learning a lot of that real world experience, the how the news works in the real world. School, I'm learning a lot with my international relations class. And I just registered for my classes next semester. I have three semesters left. And at work, I'm constantly learning what my sanity level is like. But either way, that's a joke. But um, not really. I'm just kidding. Um, the last couple weeks at work have been so interesting. So, so fun. So, yeah, I'm making it. I'm pushing through and I'm back on my podcast today. And I have a lot of fun doing this. So, brings me some more sanity. Before I get into anything else, I want to give a shout out to my friend Thomas. It's his birthday today. And because I know I probably won't record another episode before then, my friend Ricky's birthday is on Friday. So uh, happy birthday to you guys. Y'all mean a lot to me. And so I wanted to give you a little shout out on here. So y'all wish them a happy birthday. Going on in the world, the Beijing Winter Olympics closed out on Sunday night. There was a lot surrounding these Olympics. Beijing had the strictest coronavirus restrictions yet for the games, and this year's games were also marked by a U.S.-led diplomatic boycott over China's human rights record 
the tension between Russia and Ukraine, and a high-profile doping saga involving a 15-year-old figure skating phenom. So first off, there was huge controversy over China even being allowed to host the games this year. Between the reports of genocide in within their Muslim community, and just over the whole coronavirus situation, there was a lot of there were a lot of boycotts, especially within the U.S. and other countries as well. Um, we still sent athletes, obviously, and I think the U.S. came in fourth for overall medals. Norway came in first, I believe, for overall medals as well as gold medals. Norway was number one. But a lot of things happened during this, uh, during these games. Russian figure skating prodigy Camilla Valiva tested positive for a banned heart medication before the games. She is 15 years old. And there was a lot of discussion over whether she would even be allowed to compete. And I believe that if she were like 17, 18, she would not have been allowed to compete at all. The reason that they were cited, the reasons they were citing for allowing her to compete is because she was 15. She probably was simply doing what she was told. She claimed she didn't know that they were the banned drugs. You know, and Russia has a long history of doping their athletes and not even feeling any remorse for it. They are just looking to win. They're looking for the medals. And so the decision was made to let her compete. However, if she had meddled, they were going to postpone the medal ceremonies to decide what to do then. She did not meddle in the competition that she thought that it was thought she would win. She came in fourth and two other members of the Russian Olympic Committee did take home gold and silver for that competition. U.S. snowboarder Sean White, the face of modern winter sports, closed out his Olympic career in Beijing without making the podium. Sean White has had a rather long career. We've seen him in countless uh, Olympics and X Games, among other competitions. And while it, you know, it's probably devastating to him that he didn't take home any sort of medal in his last games, you know, he finished out strong. He finished out in a way, you know, he finished out at an Olympic Games, and I think that was probably meant more to him than anything else. So, yeah. Also for the U.S., Erin Jackson became the first black woman to win a gold medal in speed skating. The win came after she stumbled during Olympic trials, and her friend and fellow skater Brittany Bowe offered Jackson her spot in Beijing. So this lady almost did not make it to Beijing. But she became the first black woman to win a gold medal in speed skating. So congrats to her. Nathan Chen also showed up for the U.S. He won gold in men's figure skating singles, becoming the first Asian-American man to earn an Olympic medal in that event. So congrats to both of them. And like I said, the U.S. was number four. But um, I think overall we did really well. I definitely think this was not the best Olympics I'd ever seen. And I have to wonder if that's because so many people lost a lot of time uh, 
training, practicing, meeting with their teams because of COVID. And so you have to wonder if that was a factor. I do believe that was a factor. Because like I said, this definitely was not the best Olympics I'd ever seen. However, the parts that I did see were pretty good. And I did watch some of those figure skating routines. I really enjoyed the routines, put to music, the dances. And I saw the um, one of the girls on the Korean, uh, South Korea team. And I saw one of the girls on the Japan team. The, and they were really phenomenal, beautiful. Also going on in the world is uh, major tensions between Russia and Ukraine. So I haven't been able to get all of the information on this, and maybe you just have a brief idea that, you know, Russia is on the brink of war with Ukraine. I'm going to kind of back it up, give a little, little bit of background information, a little bit of a timeline here. Ukraine and Russia made up They were two founding members of the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union, of course, fell in 1991. Ukraine became independent and they began a transition into a market economy. Ukraine also came into possession at that time of a significant stockpile of nuclear weapons that had belonged to the Soviet Union. Now, in February 2014, kind of, you know, speeding up a little bit. In February 2014, protesters in Ukraine overthrew the president who was friendly to Russia's interests. During the revolution, more than 100 people were killed in protests that centered on the main square in the capital, Kiev, often called the Maiden. The interim government that followed this pro-Western revolution eventually signed a trade agreement, agreement with the European Union that was seen as a first step toward membership of the bloc. In April 2014, Russia invaded and then annexed the Ukrainian peninsula of Crimea. Two secessionist regions, the Donetsk People's Republic and the neighboring Luhansk People's Republic, broke off from Ukraine. If I mispronounce anything, again, I'm sorry. The war continued in the eastern Ukrainian region known as Donbas. It then spread west. Roughly 13,000 Ukrainian soldiers and civilians eventually died in the conflict, and the front lines have barely shifted for years. Between 2014 and 2015, Russia, Ukraine, France, and Germany signed a series of ceasefire agreements known as the Minsk Accords, and many viewed these accords as ambiguous. In April 2019, Russia excuse me, Ukraine, elected a former comedian as their president, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce his first name. Looks like his last name is Zelensky. President Zelensky promised to restore Donbas to the country. So now we're between 2021 and 2022. President Vladimir Putin of Russia seeks to prevent Ukraine's drift toward the United States and its allies. Mr. Putin demands security guarantees, including an assurance by NATO that Ukraine will never join the group and that the alliance pulls back troops stationed in countries that joined after 1997. Many Russians view the Ukrainian capital Kiev as the birthplace of their nation and cite the numerous cultural ties between the two countries. That's a lot. What it sounds like to me is there is a massive 
power struggle between Russia and Ukraine. Russia is trying to, they have power over Ukraine and they're trying to keep that power over Ukraine. And it looks like they believe that if Ukraine were to drift towards the United States and form permanent alliances with the United States and countries of the like, Russia feels they would lose that grasp and that power over Ukraine. And so this is this sounds a lot like what I'm what I've been studying in my international relations class and it it sounds a lot like some of these different uh, international perspectives and conflict perspectives that we've been looking at. And definitely it's it looks to me like Russia has power and they're at risk of losing a hold on the country and they're trying to prove that they are more powerful than So, last thing I read, a press conference was supposed to happen at the White House today. It has not happened at this moment. But President Biden is expected to join European leaders in announcing new sanctions against Russia. The president um, is trying to step in and prevent war between Russia and Ukraine because Russia has been talking for weeks about invading Ukraine once again. So the president is trying to prevent war, but I do believe that America will step in, the United States will step in should it come to a physical conflict. Like I said, that press briefing had not has not happened right now as of yet. I just refreshed the page again. Has not happened yet but I will try to take a look at it as soon as it does happen and hopefully it'll happen soon. It was supposed to happen earlier today and it looks like it was delayed a couple hours. So that's a lot of what we have right now as far as the world um, news goes. That's one of the things dominating the country right now um, between the Olympics and between this Russia-Ukraine conflict and we're not sure what's going to happen with our U.S. troops and I believe that is definitely dominating the country right now. Inflation is still really high. That's a huge thing going on in the country as far as right now. But yeah. Let's move on along. Talk about some movies. New movies. First, I actually want to talk about some shows. So I haven't seen a whole lot of American shows lately, but Demon Slayer, the Japanese anime Demon Slayer ended two weeks ago. And I I was not a puddle of tears like I was when Fruits Basket ended a couple months ago. When Fruits Basket ended, I think the last four episodes, I just wept through. I, I cried so hard during the final four episodes of Fruits Basket. I was also going through some stuff at the time, so I think I was just kind of projecting myself onto that show, and I cried so hard. Demon Slayer definitely made me emotional, but it wasn't like as bad as Fruits Basket. So I'm super excited about the next arc for Demon Slayer, and I'm excited for it to come back. Hopefully it won't, I don't have to wait a whole year. Hopefully we don't have to wait a whole year. So there's that. Attack on Titan has been back for a couple weeks now. There are five episodes left, and that show is insane. I have an idea 
of what happens from the manga. I never read the whole manga because, so this show, this is the fourth season, the fourth and final season, and it has taken like nine years. It started in what, 2013? Nine years for four seasons of this show to come out because of delays and reanimation and all sorts of stuff. So I started the manga a long time ago just because I was so into the story and the show was taking an eternity. But I think around the time they came out with the third season, I took a break from the manga, so I never finished it. And because I, I want to see it played out on screen, I want to see the, I want to see the anime play it out. And, but I think I have an idea of what happens. I just, I'm not ready for it. And I think there's still a lot that needs to happen. And there's only five episodes left and they're like 23 minute episodes. So I'm hoping maybe the last episode or the last couple episodes are a little bit longer. Kind of like they, they lengthened the last episode of Demon Slayer a little bit. So hopefully the last episode's a little bit longer or I'm kind of curious what they do. Other than that, there's some crazy movies out and uh, the Oscar nominations were just released. I'm only gonna go through the nominations for best picture the nominees for Best Picture at the 2022 Oscars are Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. I only recognize four, five of those. I've seen The Power of the Dog in commercials advertised I've, I've seen nightmare alley advertised i watched don't look up and i'm hoping to watch west side story soon i actually had a lot of hopes for west side story i didn't get to see it in theaters unfortunately but i am really excited about west side story to finally get to see it dune i've been trying to watch i just have not had like i said have not had time to sit down and watch dune um that's another one on my list i watched don't look up that is the strangest movie I think I've ever put myself through. Don't Look Up is a social commentary, and honestly, there's a lot of truth in it. It's very thought-provoking in its own weird way. I There's no other words to describe it. Honestly, like, I recommend it. I would, I would say give it a try. It is not for everybody. I don't think everybody would like it or care for it. But it's definitely thought-provoking if you look past the stupidity of half the characters. Yeah, other than that, I don't really recognize any of these. I've heard King Richard was good. I didn't get to watch King Richard, but I've heard that was good. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm really excited for... So Andrew Garfield was nominated for Best Actor for Tick, Tick, Boom. I've seen Tick, Tick, Boom twice now all the way through i absolutely love that movie it is so beautiful andrew garfield is an amazing actor and singer this is his second best actor nomination and honestly i hope he gets it andrew garfield made a comeback this year in spider-man no way home and he was in tick tick boom which is a beautiful movie. I'm so surprised that one was not nominated for Best Picture. I, it, just, it just feels like the type of movie that would be nominated for Best Picture. 
West Side Story was nominated, but Tick, Tick, Boom was not. And I want to know why. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda created Tick, Tick, Boom based off of the life of Jonathan Larson, who wrote the Broadway musical Rent. Jonathan Larson also died at the age of 35? 35, I think. Don't quote me on that, but 35. So, amazing movie, 1010, would recommend. Definitely check it out, especially if you're into musicals and like classic musicals. It's awesome. It's, yeah, I love that movie. Can't, can't talk about it more. <laughs> uh, yeah, other than that, there's some pretty cool movies out right now. I really want to check out Cyrano. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. My pronunciations suck today. Cyrano has Peter Dinklage in it, and uh, Haley Bennett, and Kelvin Harrison Jr. It's a love story. It looks really cute. It looks really good. I, you know, I'm a sucker for a love story. So I've been wanting to see that. Hopefully I can catch that one in theaters. So other than that, I haven't really watched a whole lot of TV. To be honest, me and my sister have this thing every night for the most part. Before we go to bed, we will watch um, either a show that we're working through. We'll usually watch a show that we're working through. Lately, however, we've been on a Markiplier kick. So we've been watching a lot of YouTuber Markiplier and he has this series called Three Scary Games. So we found a playlist that has all of his Three Scary Games in it. And the last couple of weeks we've been, before we go to bed or before we do anything, if we just have random time, we'll just watch one of his Three Scary Games videos. And I think we're on number 29 now and he has like 90 of them but we're on number 29 three scary games number 29 and i constantly wonder why we do that to ourselves before we go to bed but we do and it's a lot of fun and i think she laughs at me more than she does the video i laugh at the video but i also scream i am a screamer when it comes to horror things something jumps out at me i'm probably reacting in some sort of really loud way I'm like I'm like yelling I'm screaming I'm like oh my god yeah and if you've ever seen a horror movie with me I am so sorry there's there's like three people I can think of right now that I have seen a horror movie with my sister included so there's two of my friends and then my sister that I have watched horror movies with and I am so sorry like whether I have screamed in your ear just talked to myself like I, I can definitely think of there was this one movie I was watching with one of my friends and I was just sitting there and for like two minutes straight I was just going oh my god oh my god oh my god like just because I was freaking out over I was on the edge of my seat over what the heck was about to happen and I'm sorry <laughs> but I am the worst watching any of those and a couple weeks ago, I went on a ski trip with a couple of my friends, and unfortunately, one of the guys who came got injured. So while while him and his parents were dealing with that, we were all sitting at the house um, in a group, and we had a, a wide range of ages there. We had a couple of like, 14-year-olds there, and then like my, myself, I'm 20, 
had some like 21 year olds. We were just kind of sitting there. We all decided to watch Markiplier. I think they were all laughing at me more than they were laughing at the video. Like we were all jumping at the video, but stuff would happen and I would, I would jump. Like I would physically jump or yell in some way. And again, I'm so sorry like that I've put you guys through that. If you've ever seen a Markiplier video or a scary movie with me, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, wow. I love horror movies, but I'm a, I would hate to watch a horror movie with me. Either way. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> Horror movies and action animes and like love stories. That's what I watch just 90% of the time. That's what I'm, I'm watching. Or war movies. I'm a huge history, history war movie buff either way. So yeah. I think that'll wrap it up for me today. Check me out on Instagram at FactsWithPaxPod. And check out that website, thefactswithpax.wordpress.com. Check me out there. Send me some movie, whatever ideas. Any ideas you have? Anything you want me to cover? Any Anything? Hopefully, like I said, I can line up some of my friends to join me. We can do some duos so y'all aren't always just listening to me. And uh, catch you guys next time. Bye.